Welcome to Neurons to Nirvana, a platform for creative forces that embrace the unconventional and the quest for artistry, humanity, innovation, health, and healing of the mind and soul. Join me, Tom Hartridge, on a journey celebrating experiences unbound by physical borders or traditional norms. From inside the mind to the far reaches of the universe, this is Neurons to Nirvana. Desperate years turn into regrets. I thought I'd never come near. Here I am, where I've been comes back in flashbacks here and then. I get flashbacks when I'm feeling it, when I'm lucky. chosen never quite took the shortcuts home so I roam into the night under trees and moonlight wishing I could save my own life I get flashbacks I get flashbacks when I'm feeling it. We got a king size mattress for a queen sized frame. And I can't go back now from whence I came. Year 2021 Hindsight is the new school fun In my dreams I'm still a bandit In a band on the run I get flashbacks When I'm feeling it I get flashbacks when I'm feeling it, when I'm lucky. 
when I'm lucky. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Tom Hartridge, and you're watching Neurons to Nirvana. I want to welcome my friends Shane Cooley and Lori Ellen. How are you? Doing well. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. So I love that song, Flashbacks. Tell me, uh, tell me what it's about exactly, because I have an idea, but I'd love to hear. That song, uh, it's always really difficult for me to play that song um, emotionally. Yes. And uh, it was it was one of those songs, Lori and I were actually talking about this on the drive up here, where when you write a song, you immediately are taken, it's a, it's a time capsule of that moment. And like, you can just, even in, even listening to music, if you hear a song sometimes, it can transport you to another time. And uh, that's one of those songs that I just very vividly remember how I felt and everything about writing it. Um, I wrote it when I was living in Ohio during the pandemic. And uh, I would go on these long night walks with my neighbor and just through all these trails in the woods in Ohio and, and uh, just do a lot of thinking on those walks. And I, I went back to my house and uh, I've been going through a pretty difficult time at that point. And I think it all just poured out into this song. And uh, I, the way I write these days is I just have my iPhone and I press record and see what jumps out. And so I just had my iPhone on and uh, this song just poured out of me. And it was difficult to to actually even write it because it was kind of a personal truth for me that that uh, was really revealing. And so I remember at the end of when I played the last note and I just poured out that song, I just remember breaking down into tears. And that's the only time I've ever written a song and done that. So it's it's a very powerful song for me. It's uh, absolutely and it's you know, the second track off my album Forest that I released a year ago, which uh which are a lot of songs from that time. And uh yeah, it was a weird time for everybody. I'm certainly not the only one. For but sure. uh yeah, that's uh that's where it was spawned in the woods of Ohio. <laughs> right. So how long have you all what I love about you both is uh how you perform in such harmony, the way you harmonize it's just a beautiful sound. And uh first time I saw you all perform was at Utopia Fest last year. Yeah. Uh, and it blew me away. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure this is probably a story that, that you hear a lot around Austin these days, but like our friendship and our musical friendship was spawned out of Utopia Fest. Yeah. And, uh, so, so the story is um, I, a few years ago, um, it was my, I just started going to Utopia Fest and um, it was a Sunday morning and I heard all of these beautiful voices and there was like this convergence of singers 
in this open field and um there was like 10 part harmonies happening and like all of this like just it was one of the most magical days of my life and other people that were there remember that moment that afternoon as being really special and they still talk about it years later and um yeah, just a bunch of musicians gathering in a field and singing together. That was, and what was that, 2017? It was 16 or 17. 16 or yeah. yeah, it was when Utopia was still at the Four Sisters Ranch. The big one was still out there. And, uh, um, yeah, we were just sitting in this field, and um, Shane started playing voices. And I just, like, kind of just started experimenting on the fly with like singing the harmonies with it and uh it was really beautiful and it was it was and then after that we just started like randomly seeing each other in austin and like our musician circles of friends are overlapping and we started just playing music over the years and yeah developed a com musical camaraderie that has been really special yeah um, ever since then so yeah and then the other thing about utopia fest too is that it's just it's this uh it's just this really magical gathering and uh I think that there were a couple of the late night so I've been playing the late night closing set at Utopia yeah. Fest for many years now and uh, it's a tradition mm -hmm. the vampire set <laughs> and uh th there were at least a couple of those where I would see Laurie out there in the audience and just kind of have a light bulb go off it's like oh she know, kind of knows some of my songs and i would just invite her up from the audience without ever rehearsing and just putting her completely on the spot and she was immediately just ready to go and knew the words to the songs and so after a while it's just like it you know it was just a musical relationship that's continued to blossom and it still is like like in my times and living in Austin, like we we had some really great song swaps, and like I just started to discover how great Laurie's songs are, and and uh, it's been a great journey. Now you live in Virginia, correct? Wh I do currently. Where in Virginia? Exactly? I live in the boonies of Virginia, in a little town, not even a town, just in a hamlet, perhaps called Mol Molusk. Mollusk, but you got to pronounce it mollusk around. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that's where I grew up. And, uh, like I said, there's a lot of shifting around that happened in the early 2020s and pandemic. And, uh, so I just wound up back home and that's where I now have my home recording studio and, and, uh, have been self producing my tracks for the past couple of years since I went back to Virginia. And I'm, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of an introvert, <laughs> for sure. I also love to be on stage and stuff and do things like this. So it's like it's a double-edged sword. But, uh, but I love I love being back home and in in the middle of nature. And I live by a, a really nice river and just uh, just being able to have some creative personal space has been really good for my mental health but i miss austin all the time and i come back here as often as i can several times a year for stints and still have the whole band down here which laurie's a part of so so I, do you all write 
songs? Like, do you do Zoom calls or like? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have a, a thing going as songwriters where throughout the year when we're in different states, we kind of send each other what we're working okay. on and we like, um, Song you know, bombs. listen to to each other's music and, you know, just stay kind of keeps us accountable a little bit. And like uh, just that uh, connection of um, of writing and um, appreciating and keeping up with each other's art. Which is a really fun thing to do in the months that we're, you know, not here doing that in the same like time and space. So I'm looking forward to the well, we did we we've dabbled in some co-writing a little bit, but I'm looking forward to the day when there actually is a co-write. But I feel like Lori and I are such similar beings as as songwriters and we understand each other in, in that way. And so yeah, it was it's more like we just our friend Connor calls them song bombs. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a song bomb and before we even, it's finished before we even can ask for another idea. We just send it to each other. <laughs> but it'll happen. We're doing a tour of the West Coast in July. So Nice. Where are you headed? Uh, we're going through uh, New Mexico and Arizona and California. And... uh yeah, at some point, I guess I'm going to stick my thumb up and go back to Virginia, but <laughs> we haven't figured the rest out yet. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Lori's a school teacher, so she uh, mm-hmm. she does summer trips every year to see her family. So Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, a big, a big six-week loop. And um, this time around, I'm going west, and I'm from Michigan, Kalamazoo, Michigan. So I'm going to go up through the northern states and down through the UP. Um down here from the top this time which is something i haven't done before so i'm super super excited um and visiting songwriter friends along the way and um yeah seeing the country that way uh the the best way to to do that is to you know find out where all your songwriter friends are and (laughs) go visit them (laughs) through each state and go play some songs with 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 them along the way and it's really fun way to to share your art so you're working on an album right now, aren't you, with Allie Holder? Yeah. So actually, um, we're working on a compilation uh, album of songs that were inspired and co-written out in the desert this past October. And uh, we're, we're putting the finishing touches on that. And um, some information about that should be coming out here in the next couple weeks. Um but it's it's a really exciting project, and um, I'm just thrilled and honored to be a part of it. So, yeah, Allie's great. She's been on the show, of course. But uh, do you all have a title for the album? Uh, not yet. So we're going to be hashing a lot of, of those details out okay. here here in the next few days. So, um, excellent. Yeah, stay tuned. And what about uh, so the fact that Utopia Fest is coming up? Um, you all are, are you still going to be, are you going to be doing the show? Uh, um, well, I'm in Shane's band, so I'm singing with Shane for his set. So um, we're doing a main stage. Friday. Yeah, are we're you doing do, a main that's stage what I meant. on Friday. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're doing, <laughs> so the, the full band, the Midnight Girls, Shane Cooley and the Midnight Girls is playing the main stage, the Arrowhead stage on Friday at two. We're kicking off the, the whole Friday shebang, and then late night uh, we'll be doing my vampire set again on Saturday slash Sunday morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that's how I met you was during that set, and uh, the sun was rising. It's so beautiful out there. Somebody. It's magical, and I mean, the whole reason why that's even a thing is, like, from the first time I did it, I just, I mean, I'm always happy to sing songs for people, but people kept wanting to hear music until the sunrise, and I was happy to oblige them, and I had this, had enough songs, so it's... It, it's a rare that particular performance is just kind of this rare thing that's unlike anything else where you just people have just been through a weekend of of love and music and and you know they don't the the last few standing don't want it to end and and it's a, just a lovely it's a lovely moment i really i've had i've at most pretty much everybody in my band and a lot of my friends down here have all met at that festival so yeah i mean it's a beautiful community um and uh it's exciting so i mean it's coming up in may 5th right that's right yeah so what about you've written so many uh how many songs have you written <laughs> i feel like you've written i i don't even know if i could give you a ballpark yes <laughs> i as many as I've probably forgotten as many as I re can remember. <laughs> so a lot. What's the songwriting process like for you? Uh, does it just flow out of you or does it take a while or what's it varies? Um, I think especially, especially these days after writing for many years, like I like to dabble in different approaches to it and like, but it always comes in different forms, you know, like like we talked about the song bombs. Sometimes they just happen right away and you're pressing record. Sometimes you toil over an idea for a couple of years and mm. then you have to have that experience that is what helps you finish the song. So, like, I have the songs that just come right out, you know, and then there's the ones that, you know, that third verse doesn't come until maybe that thing in your life happens where then you have that meaning to put behind it, to, to write it. And um I've had a few songs that I've completed a few years later after I had, you know, the, the thing happened that, that needed to happen to give the inspiration to for it to feel complete. Um, so, yeah, it's every song is a little bit different in how it comes out. Yeah, that's that's the whole fun of it, too. It's mm -hmm. just like I think part of part of my process is definitely I treat every next song like it's the next track on my life album right so like if i've just written a really sad slow song you know it might be time for a rocker or something different you know and but that that exploration of it you know that's why it's you know singer songwriter is probably the closest to a genre that you could classify us as because i feel like both of us are people that appreciate multiple forms of music and true. being able to to create music however on whatever terms you want to do that with is you know that's that's the journey that's part of the fun for sure growing up for you both i mean who were inspirations as far as singer and songwriters singer songwriters um i think that one of my biggest inspirations was carol king um and really anything that came out of laurel canyon like in the late 60s early 70s 
um, Joni Mitchell's Blue Album. And um, but I listened to Carol King's Tapestry just over and over and over again um, on a CD Walkman in the back seat of a car on the way back and forth to Chicago to visit my grandmother. And it was like I was so taken by her like honesty and mm-hmm. like the she she writes and just like this is kind of how it is and it's like in just like this language that everybody can really understand and relate to and even as like a 10 year old i remember like wow like um this is just like so timeless and relatable and even that cover of that album where she's just like sitting in that house with the cat you know it's like there was something so fascinating to me about that even as like a really young girl and I'm not really sure why, but it like struck like a like a goosebumps, and I don't know. I wore that CD out, um, and so yeah, I would definitely say that that both both Joni and Carol have been huge influences um, throughout throughout my you know growing up, girlhood to adulthood. So, what about you, Shane? Well, I was raised on on the on the classics, you know, Bob Dylan, Neil Young. But uh, when I first, what first made me want to be a musician was Jimi Hendrix. I mean, my parents had pretty great taste in music, and I would always listen to their records and stuff. And but uh, yeah, I just in in old like Motown and soul music, sixties music has always been a big inspiration for me. I like I I love a lot of like interesting guitar stuff like link ray and the ventures and but it's all um yeah i always kind of kind of pause at this question because it's always just so many answers i can't even of course think mm-hmm. of a short list but the but yeah um the 60s and 70s were definitely the the home base of my early musical listening and i mean and the Beatles, and it's like it is kind of a cliche answer, but like I was afraid to I was afraid to be inspired by the Beatles for years because I was like, you can't touch this, you know. This is like <laughs> this is something that's kind of holy. And but now I've I tried to learn. I've been reading I've been reading a book by Paul McCartney and just like getting reimmersed in some of the stuff I grew up with and learning to learn from it instead of being intimidated by it because there's just so much beautiful production and just you know as a producer too just learning all the techniques and stuff just of how to make a song flesh out like that so you self-produced your latest album forest all by yourself correct i did I mean, yeah entirely yeah I, that's what that's what happens when people leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> i just hermit out and i can play a little bit of everything as far as instruments and like it took a while i don't do anything fancy as far as you know i don't claim to be some some like super heady producer i just have a quiet space and can capture something that has emotion and has the right sound and that's it's a new extension to my songwriting actually like it's it it's taken it to a whole new level for me and it's also therapeutic for me too so <laughs> how long did it take you to uh produce and create forest your latest album so i started recording it i started writing the songs in early 2021 and i wound up back in virginia in spring of 2021 i recorded it over the summer 
it didn't take me too long, but I I was able to take way more time with it than I had ever had in a studio. Well, you know, it's just always paying for the hour on someone else's time or whatever. Just the ability to roll out of bed and and work on it until I f- felt like it was done, which was a feeling I hadn't really experienced before with an album where I was like, this feels done. And yeah, but it, yeah, it, it uh, took a summer pretty much just to get it all together. And then I sat on it for about a year and released it a year ago. And we're about to celebrate the anniversary of it at Radio Coffee and Beer this Saturday where we released it last year. Mm-hmm. It's true. Nice. What about um, as far as uh, sorry, I'm blanking out. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to ask. Don't worry, I forgot a word earlier in the first line of my song, and it's been eating me this whole time. <laughs> uh, oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, now cut back in in a second. <laughs> uh, what I was going to ask you is. As a introvert, what is that like for you? Do you struggle to because I mean you're on stage all the time? It's an interesting duality to me, or at least duality. I'm, there's probably many of me in in my brain, but uh, but I've learned that I, it is a duality. It's just like I have my times where I. I really benefit from being alone, and then I have my times where I want to, you know, put on my nice shirt and peacock on stage or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, but it's just a matter of balance, I think. Where it's just like I know that I know that this is it's I. Uh, Especially doing this for, I've been doing this for 20 years and I'm still driving myself to do it. And it's my passion and, and, and my, my dream still that hasn't entirely come true. And there's been a million times where I've thought about giving up, but it's just, it's different now where it's, I have to make myself, you know, just like any other job, you have to make yourself do things that you're uncomfortable with and step up to the plate so yeah, it's it's uh it's good to supplement. Like, I'll just go home sometimes and watch Star Trek for hours and not talk to anybody too. So. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Lori? You wanted to share what you were doing um, outside of your music. Oh yeah, so um, that one one of the ways that um you know, and one of the reasons that I write music and um is is to transform emotions and and to to work with mental health and to um all the trials and tribulations and like you know things that we go through as humans like art is the way that we transform that into beauty and um so so that's why why i write but it's also i um really enjoy inspiring young um women especially uh to be working on their craft and to working through all the feelings that they're having and to transform that into art. And so I teach a songwriting and poetry class at the school that I work at called the Whole Life Learning Center. And um, being able to share that passion and that um, love for the art 
and the positive things that it can do for the soul, you know, and 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 to lead a group of young women into doing the same is something that's been a really special part of my life this year. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that it's it's such a powerful thing to um, transmute all of those, you know, swirling things about humanity and transmute that into something that's relatable and that can be shared with others. And uh, I think that's that's powerful and transformative. And so, um, yeah, that's <laughs> so. Oh, it's one flat to where the birds are singing. Always wanna float to where the bells are ringing. Always wanna float to where the birds are singing. Always wanna float to where the bells are ringing. They sing the sound of the song carry home always want to go to where the grass is growing even if that means I change the way that I'm going always want to go to where the light is showing even if that means I change the way that I'm showing up Always want to fly to where the birds are singing Always want to fly to where the bells are ringing They sing The sound of the song carry home. We all get lost in times, forget our inner knowing. When our compass is a rock, magnetic fields are sowing. But the field is always growing. With wildflowers in your name The only thing that stays the same Is the constant flux of change So gather up the reins Pick up the pace, gather up the reins, and come and meet the day. Because I always want to fly to where the birds are singing. 
Always wanna float to where the bells are ringing. Always wanna float to where the birds are singing. Always wanna float to where the bells are ringing. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, is there anything else that you all would like to share before we gotta go? <laughs> well, we're just. I'm I'm here in Texas for the next few weeks. We're playing lots of shows. Check out the social media and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. and uh, Lori and I are doing some duo stuff too. And got the West Coast coming up. Planning a European tour in September. And yeah, we're just yeah. we're we're just about to have a magic. We call it the circus. We're, rolling <laughs> on. we're about to have a little circus of music for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So looking forward to seeing everybody in Texas. Yeah. Nice. Where Likewise. in Europe are you going to be playing? Uh, UK is what I'm. I'm okay. still in the booking process right now, but I've been doing a collaborative project with a songwriter over there. So, see what happens. All right. Well, listen. I can't thank you enough uh, for joining me on Neurons to Nirvana, and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys perform in uh, a couple weeks at Utopia Fest. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tom. We really appreciate. Thank you, you so much. Yeah. It's been a pleasure.